Hey y'all! Happy day, happy day. Today is a great day. This is Juliana Sauber, Defy Gravity. How are you today? Oh, I'm feeling it. It is amazing. The weather is beautiful out there. And there are so many things to be thankful for. Today, we're, I'm going to talk into, I'm going to like expand on the conversation I had with Jerry Lynn Fabian the other day. Uh, so you can catch that talk show on Defy Gravity on YouTube and Defy Gravity podcast if you want to hear more about that conversation because I think it'll tie in nicely with what I'm going to expand on today. One of the key themes of that conversation was questioning and getting aligned with yourself and what's important to you. Now, I've been doing this for 10 years plus. I don't know, I didn't mark the day that it started, but I do recall the days that were pretty, uh, pretty awful that really spurred me to go, this is not how I wanna live my life and I gotta make changes. And that started the exploration process, which turned into the questioning process. And the key to that questioning is, am I living the life that I wanna live that is in alignment with my higher self and my true purpose? Now, that sounds like this big nebulous thing. Uh, it takes time to uncover that. And it starts with really questioning individual pieces of your life. One of the key things is to in, to tie intention to that questioning and then shift that as you align to it. And I'll get into more of that here in a little bit. One of the beautiful things about tying intention to questioning is it helps you to lock in on that alignment. That your outcome is more deliberate <laughs> and better defined that you will move faster. You will uncover and move faster, which is great. I mean, we all want this instant fix. There is no such thing as an instant fix. It doesn't work that way. Not when you're getting to the root of things and you are doing what needs to be done to really get to the truth of it. There's no instant, however, it can be faster. The perception that it has to be hard and difficult is incorrect. One of the key elements to getting there faster is through intention. You are sovereign. In other words, you are in control of you. You are responsible for you. And when I mean you're in control of you is you stand independent of anyone else's perception, anyone else's judgment, anyone else's determination, their drama, any of those spirals. And you are in control of everything. It might be a hard concept to take grasp of right now because we've been told for so long to look outside of ourselves for validation, for information, for determination and judgment. And so we look to uh, doctors and hospitals and schools and educators and health experts and scientists and um, psychologists and counselors and God and you know, we look at, and God's even not an external thing. It's an internal thing. But we've been told that God is this outside, this thing outside of us, right? And it really isn't. It is inside of us. And it is, that is a piece of the alignment that we seek to get to 
ease and flow in our lives. Ease and flow is the goal, right? So um, thinking about water, water just flows, right? It goes down the river and it's cruising down the river. And, and if, it, if there's a drop off, it goes a little faster. And then if there's a pool, it slows down and stays there a little bit. If there's a rock, it doesn't stand at the rock and go, why are you there rock? Why are you that big? How come I have to deal with this rock? This rock is really hard. Do I need to break the rock up? Do I need to do this? Do I, how do, do I move the rock? Do I bring another rock over? No, the water doesn't do any of that questioning. The water goes, oh, time to go around the rock. <laughs> there was a rock there. I needed to notice it. I don't know why it was there, but it was. But now I'm going to go around it. So that is the ease and flow of it all. You know, you're in a group situation. Somebody says something that, you know, you could potentially take offense to. You have two choices. Number one is you take offense to it and you, and then your whole day is ruined. Or you go, hmm, I don't know why they said that. No, oh, well. And you move on. If you do take offense to it, you examine why you took offense to it and identify it as a contrast, a place of healing, a place of like, okay, hmm. All right, that's not really working. So maybe I need to shift that around and, and make it something different. That is what I mean by ease and flow. You are sovereign. You are your own entity. Yes, we are linked with other people, but we are linked as our own individual within the collective unity. We get to make our own decisions. We get to take responsibility for those decisions. And then we get to do what is aligned with our best and highest good, okay? So here's an example of some intentions that I set over time, and this is purely accidental. I'm encouraging you to do it intentionally. I intend for this to be the outcome. And try to make it as nonspecific as possible. Because we live in a universe of infinite and endless possibility, if you get very specific about it, you limit the flow of that. If you become more, more ethereal about it, more nebulous, a little less specific, a lot less specific, then it has this opportunity to blossom into something more incredible than you can ever imagine. So one of my original intentions was peace and happiness. I want peace and happiness. And if it doesn't bring me peace and happiness, I need to evaluate whether or not it's in my life or not. Or if I need to change how I respond to it. So if I choose to keep it in my life, I have to change how I respond to it. That's the responsibility piece of it. I'm sovereign. I don't, you, the, the, the concept that someone can make you angry, not true. It's programming that you've been told from the outside. No one can make you angry. You can choose to be angry. And at first, it's going to be subconscious responses. And once you become more aware of it, you then can slow those responses down. You can decide if anger is the right response to something. You can become angry, deal with the situation, close it, move it on. Or instead of getting angry, you might go, hmm, I wonder why they did that. Boy, I bet they're really hurting today. Maybe I can, instead of showing them anger, I can show them compassion. And in doing so, you lift that other person up out of their anger as well. It may not be apparent at first, but I promise you it is the case. Deep, intense loneliness drove, drove a lot of my behavior. 
So what is the root of my loneliness? I intend to find out what is at the root of my loneliness and shift that, balance it, find the love in that space. And for me, the root of my loneliness was I was not aligned with who I am and what my higher self and God says that I am. I was out of alignment. That was the root of my loneliness. What made me aware of that was a handful of things. One is that I, I sought to be part of everything, to fit in, to be accepted, to be invited, to people please. Instead of standing up for myself, I said what I thought would please other people or would uh, avoid what could potentially be a difficult discussion. And I don't even think it's about having backbone necessarily. You know, we equate it like backbone. I, you have this backbone to stand up for yourself. It's not even about that. It's about self-worth. I value and, and know my worth enough that I am willing to say, no, that's not for me. And it doesn't even have to be, you don't have to be nasty or rude or yell at anybody. You don't. Honest to goodness. When someone's nasty and rude to you, that is coming from a place of lack of self-worth. And they really want to stand up for themselves and they are doing so, but they're doing it in a place of lack of self-worth. If someone comes from a place of, of solid self-worth and knowing yourself and being in alignment with yourself, we then can respond with, I'm sorry, that doesn't work for me. Have a great day. It leaves that person in dignity and respect and you retain your dignity and your respect and you have still set a boundary. You have still done what's right for you. And it comes down to simple things like when I would be shopping and I would have a, um, you know, a salesperson recommend something to me, I used to take it and then go try it on and then hide it on the rack when I didn't want to buy it. And sometimes they would say, oh, you didn't like that blouse? And I would make up some excuse why I didn't buy it. Now, if we're going through and they bring something out and I go, yeah, I don't think that's for me. Thanks, though. Very different approach. Still have a boundary. Have done it and respected that person. And I feel better about myself. And that comes from a place of self-worth that I had to uncover. It's in there. I promise you it's in there need to connect with it. That's about the alignment with self. And one of my other intentions was balance and is balance and harmony. If something brings a lack of harmony into my life, right? It creates an upset, causes me trouble. I have two options. Number one is I can attempt to harmonize that situation. So I have a relation, if I have a relationship that's out of balance, I have two choices, really. And, and you might say there are more, but this is how I align. This is how I do it. One is, um, do I need to have a conversation with that person to try to bring us into some level of harmony? Does bringing har Is that person important enough to me that I want to harmonize our relationship by not engaging in certain conversations um, by, um, by um, seeking different approaches and different ways of uh, operating with them, still remaining in alignment with myself and who I am? Uh, or do I need to disconnect from that person? And that disconnection, you know, the weird part is I'm going to go back to my original intent. One of my original intentions, that was peace. 
when I made that my intention, when I said peace is one of my ultimate goals in life and anything that it doesn't align with peace, I have to shift or eliminate. The amazing part is I learned the true lesson of you teach, you treat, you teach people how to treat you. So I was letting people treat me badly because coming from a place of low self-esteem or low self-worth, I was not willing to set a boundary with that individual and enforce that boundary. Once I did set that boundary and enforce it, and that doesn't mean it happens the first time, it took four or five times really for it to finally lock in that that way of behaving with me is a no-go. It is, it's not even unacceptable, it is a no-go. Now that individual does not respond that way with me. And the relationship is significantly better because of it. So much better in so many areas. Usually, how to find your intention is to start with what hurts. What is out of balance? That's one place to go, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional. So I have this great book, The Secret Language of Your Body. So I'm gonna open that one up and I have another one. Um, Louise Hay did a great um, Heal Your Body book, which has some additional great information in this. So um, let's see here. Let's talk about legs legs that hurt and my legs hurt for a long time one of the symptoms of fibromyalgia and other autoimmune conditions so possible contributing factor for legs feeling overwhelmed by the pressure strain or demands of your life frightened by perceived obstacles carrying a heavy load of unresolved issues from the past that weigh you down feeling unsupported and buying into self-doubt and insecurity. How, how well does that tie in with what we're talking about today? I had a lot of unresolved issues from my past that were weighing me down. So I was carrying the load of that. I was feeling unsupported. I was doing most things on my own and I bought into self-doubt and insecurity like crazy. The right leg, difficulty taking action, feeling undermined, restricted, insecure, unsupported, unsteady, moving in the wrong direction, sabotaging yourself, resisting the flow of life, not giving yourself enough time to tune in and become clear about your purpose. I can tell you my right leg was far worse than my left. Left leg, feeling hurt, angry, oversensitive, self-critical, pressured, and worried, being held back by unresolved issues from your past, fear of moving forward and taking responsibility for your actions, overly concerned about what other people will think about your choices, doing things you dislike because you seek approval and need money to survive. Okay, there you go. No wonder both my legs hurt. Remedy, thank your legs for carrying you. Take a good look at them, appreciate them. Think of all the wonderful things your legs allow you to do. Stand, walk, run, jump, dance, drive, move. What is What are they worth to you? Would you sell them for a million dollars? Not likely. Realize that your legs are priceless and you are already abundant. Okay? So 
that gives you an idea of the connection between the physical body and our mental and emotional states. And again, as a traditional naturopath, I was taught about food and supplements and essential oils and, and homeopathy. And it has, it's integrated now in some trainings, but there wasn't a lot of talk about the emotional roots of physical illness and dis-ease. So you might start with what hurts and ask yourself, ask your higher self, what is out of alignment there? You might use a book like The Secret Language of Your Body. It's by Inna Seagal. Uh, you might use the Louise Hay Body, Heal Your Body, a book, Heal Your Body, to start to identify what these are and use those identifiers as your positive intentions, okay? So I really don't like that I blank. It is my intention to blank. I, so I, I came up with a couple examples. I really don't like that I'm uncomfortable with my life. So I intend to find what gives me comfort and flow. I really don't like that I don't know what I want. Therefore, I'm going to ask my inner guidance to show me what I want and what's for my best and highest good. I really don't like that I'm close to ideas, other ideas and perspectives. So I intend to be open to other ideas and perspectives and determine how they align with my higher self. I really don't like that I feel like I don't fit in. So I intend to find myself and how, I, how and where I fit in alignment with my higher self. Okay, key thing, align with your higher self. If it aligns with others, and this is a checkpoint, by the way, this is, a, this is one way to check yourself. So if you're making a decision or choosing to do or not do something, is it because you are worried about someone else not liking your answer? Are you concerned about someone judging you or telling you you did it wrong? Or are you doing it because someone else expects you to do it? If that's the case, that may be out of alignment with your best and highest good and your inner self. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying everything in your life is wrong and out of alignment. What I'm saying is you must do the work to check to see if it is in alignment. I'll use an example. And this is potentially controversial, but this is an important piece of this evaluation. <clears throat> if you were raised in a certain religion, and there are 32,000 versions of Christianity, there's Muslim, Buddhist, um, Islamic, you know, there's many, many different belief systems. Okay, so if you were raised in a specific belief system, an important part of this process is to evaluate whether that belief system aligns with you your best and highest good. And if it doesn't, to align with the belief system that works best for you. Boy, that's gonna be controversial for some. That's gonna be super controversial for some. For others, it won't be a big deal. In fact, the opposite happened with me. My alignment with my spiritual self irritated certain people in my life who are either agnostic or atheist. But that's not their judgment to have upon me, and nor is it mine to accept. 
I've made my decision. I know who I am. I'm in alignment with myself. My inner self connected with my divine guidance says this is the path that I need to be on. So I'm not going to say it's easy, but it doesn't have to be hard. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right? There's work you're going to have to do. There are things you're going to have to explore. You're going to have to learn a lot about yourself and the people around you. The cool part is have some fun with it. Look at this as a, as a fun journey of exploration. Like, oh, I didn't know that about myself. That's really interesting. Hmm. Well, that was kind of a silly thing to say or do. So we're not going to do that anymore. Here's what we're going to do instead. It takes the judgment and the angst and the staying stuck out of it. Because I promise you, oh, the fun you're going to have when you are lifted from all the bricks of other people's expectations and stories that you're carrying. You're just going to put all that down and leave it behind. It doesn't belong to you. It is not yours. You are sovereign, which means you need to, you are, you need to be in control of yourself. You are in control of yourself. You need to take responsibility for yourself, your actions, your decisions, and your responses in life. And then designing the life that you want. Okay? And you are in control of all of it. Let me say that again. You are in control of all of it. Let me give you an example. My son, when he gets stressed out, sneezes. Lots of sneezing. It's really very common, by the way. So if you have someone in your life that sneezes a lot, it probably isn't allergies per se. It could very well be stress. So he was super frustrated with it. And I finally said to him, you get to tell your body how this works. He goes, what do you mean? And I said, you get to tell your body how it responds to stress. If sneezing is not an acceptable response to stress, you say to your body with with strength and determination because you know you're in charge of it you say to your body listen sneezing's not an acceptable way for me to express stress how about i feel like i need to do more physical activity how about i feel like i need to hit the punching bag and expel some of that energy how about i feel like i need to sing or dance or or write or whatever um, make the urges to express that stress positive and comfortable and even fun, right? You can even say, every time I feel very stressed out, I want to think about going and painting or I want to think about going and hitting the golf balls. So make that your stress outlet versus sneezing or versus uh, stomach problems or um, pain in your legs, <laughs> And I am not kidding you. You have control over it all. And the more you practice that, the more commanding you get with your own body, the more that will work. And you will feel it. It'll feel amazing. All right. What do you think? I got a lot more coming. I have some classes for you coming as well. The Empath Arising class is on defygravityschool.thinkific.com. That has daily practices, meditations. It has knowledge for you. So if you're an empath and you're tired of being in the control of someone else emotionally, get started with this program. I made it inexpensive. It's only $47. Goodness gracious. People spend more than that on Starbucks. 
every, you know, even in a week, people spend more than that on Starbucks. And you may not need your Starbucks anymore. (laughs) That's another of those external influences that people feel like they need. I have to tell you, you don't need coffee. You might like it. You don't need it. Um, The autoimmune freedom and restoration class is being revamped. So it's been taken down. It's got a lot of good stuff coming. And then I have my ease and flow class, which I am writing the content for now. I am hoping, I'm expecting, it's going to be out in about a month. Did a lot of work in that one. That is for people that want to advance on their spiritual, emotional, physical path. And it's for practitioners who want to help guide others to go faster, to make life easier, to flow better. All right? So... Please share this with people that you think, um, you know, that come to mind. The person that comes to mind, share it with them. And um, subscribe, please. We really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And um, I look forward to hearing from you. Let me know what you think. Give me feedback. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. You can catch me on Messenger. I'd love to hear feedback. You can even give me some comments on YouTube. I appreciate the comments, the likes, the subscribes, the stars, the everything. Um, Not only does it help me, (laughs) but also uh, it helps more people connect. And uh, it is truly my heart and my passion to help people to free themselves into ease and flow. All right. Take care, you guys. Have an amazing, blessed, awesome day. Say thank you for everything in your life. Say thank you. Love you. Bye.